0: Welcome to Boolean Review Podcast, where the highest-rated dentists in the country tell us exactly how they do it.
1: Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Boolean Review Podcast. Our goal with this podcast is to interview the highest-rated dentists around the country and ask them about their reviews, have them discuss how they have been able to get so many great reviews from online from their patients. Uh, and as I mentioned last week, We now have a top 10 list for the highest-rated dentists around the country broken down by specialty, and the reason I bring that up again is because today we have the privilege of interviewing the highest-rated orthodontist in the country. These guys over in Rochester, Minnesota have nearly 700. I think uh, they're at about 695 now, so um, really, really excited to be interviewing Collins Orthodontics. Um, And that's what's coming up in this episode. And as a reminder, you can find us on Instagram with the handle Boolean Review. You can also peruse the various podcast topics and blog articles on our website, BooleanReview.com. All right, into the interview today. I am interviewing the executive assistant and business development director of Collins Orthodontics. Her name is Lynn Royce, and she has worked at Collins Orthodontics for the past year and a half. Lynn, thanks so much for joining us today.
0: Of course. So glad to be joining you.
1: For those of us, for, well, everybody listening probably doesn't know this, but you actually had a pretty interesting story as to how you ended up uh, in an orthodontics office working as the business development director and executive assistant. Um, And just a few years ago, you were working... In operations for a property management company, right?
0: <laughs> yes, that's that is correct. If you would have told me five years ago that I would be working for an orthodontic office, I would have thought you were crazy. Um, I was actually approached by my cousin who was working at Collins Orthodontics at the time, while I was the chief operating officer at a property management company here in town. So, doing something a uh, completely different, completely different field. But um, Dr. Collins was looking for someone who was detail-oriented and organized, and he was like, Jordan, do you know of anybody? And she's like, I think my cousin might fit the bill. And so she'd mentioned it to me a few times, and uh, finally I was like, all right, all right, let me see what this Dr. Collins guy is all about. And so I met with him, and the rest is history.
1: That's awesome. Awesome. And uh, the other thing that is becoming history as we're um, talking about this is Dr. Collins' Instagram following. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you know how many followers he has now on Instagram?
0: I think he's just under 16,000.
1: Wow. that's Yeah, because I we actually uh, got connected or I found him on Instagram. So from what I've seen online and then just from what you've told me and then looking at your guys' website and pictures, it just looks like he's done a really good job, um, surrounding himself and then kind of picking uh, really high caliber people to be working in the practice.
0: Mm-hmm. What's kind of neat, a lot like my story, if you take a, a look at our admin team, none of us actually have an orthodontic background. We have some that have been, um, managing hair salons. We have others that have worked at news stations one that was the store manager of a, co- a coach handbag store. Uh, we all kind of come from different areas, and I think we all kind of have that similar thought that we never would have imagined working in orthodontics. But Dr. Collins knows how important it is finding the right person for the job, but also finding the right job for that person. And it's all about kind of matching our skills and strengths and finding something that will also be able to do really well for the company and kind of use our strengths to, to grow as a person, but also find a position that we'll succeed in for the company as well.
1: And he has done all of this in a relatively short period of time because he started this from scratch not just barely five years ago, right?
0: That's correct. Yes. It was him, Kimberly, and one dental assistant uh, just over five years ago. They just had the five-year anniversary.
1: That's crazy. So, thinking about you guys having 700 reviews or nearly 700, how has this grown over time? And like, has this, have reviews been something that you guys have been working on since the beginning or um, has there been an increased focus on it lately?
0: I think it's something that at the beginning, you know, we were just trying to get patients to start with us. And so it was kind of tough to have them review when they hadn't been through the orthodontic process with our clinic yet. And so at the beginning, at least in a field like orthodontics, it's not something that you're going to all of a sudden start getting reviews because they haven't been through their two-year treatment you know, yet with your office. But I would say it's kind of more so been a focus the last three to four years or so once we started having patients complete their treatment with us. And they kind of been through that journey and to the point where we felt comfortable asking them to take some time out of their day to put in a kind, some kind words and review what their experience with our office was like. And so once we started having patients actually finishing treatment is when that started to become more important when they were at that level of, you know, being done with treatment now and we could request how their whole experience was. And uh, so it's more so been the last few years that that's become more important for us and kind of more of the goal to get our patients to feel comfortable reaching out and putting a good word out for us.
1: Right. And so just glancing at your Google business page, it looks like in just the last week, you guys have had 14 new reviews, all five star reviews. How many patients are you seeing per day or per month? However you want to break that down. Mm -hmm. Um, to generate the, the quantity that you guys are getting?
0: Sure, that's a great question. So typically on our daily schedule, for a full clinic day, we see anywhere from about 95 to 115 patients a day. So we do have quite a bit of foot traffic on a daily basis in the clinic. And typically each day we will have about anywhere from two to four, maybe five removals per day, um, of people getting their braces off. And so at that, when they're getting those, their braces off is our kind of spot where we have written in where we, you know, go ahead and request that review from them. So I guess we're probably requesting about two to five reviews a day.
1: Gotcha. Okay. And you're open five days a week or seeing patients five days a week or four?
0: Uh, It's about our full clinic schedule is about four days a week.
1: Gotcha. Okay. So just doing some brief math in my head, roughly 20 patients a week are getting braces off and you're getting just above half of those, maybe a little higher than that, um, to actually follow through and leave a review.
0: That's correct. Sounds like we had a good week last week. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And well, and that's, to be honest, the reason I am interested in that number is that, the, for whatever reason, the 50%, um, and a little bit higher is doable, at least from our experience in talking to offices that, um, actually have a conversation with their patients. Um, and the offices that aren't having conversations are the, I mean, I've seen the conversion rate as low as like 5% or 2% because they're just sending a text message or something that says, Hey, leave us a review. Mm -hmm. And there's no um connection from the from the patient's perspective. there's no like rapport or relationship that's being built there and I feel like mm-hmm. there's just a big missed opportunity by not talking about the the importance of sharing their experience and I think it's that's also critical to it's not just like, "Hey, thanks, I'm glad you like your smile, John. Now can you leave us a review? We'd appreciate it, <laughs> but it's more like and i and I'll let you talk to that um but you know what I mean It's not just like hey, can you do this for us because we want to have a lot of reviews?
0: Right. I would completely agree. You know, by the time they've completed their treatment with us, you know, we have a pretty good relationship with them and their family. And I think that's part of what, too, helps it to not sound salesy. You know, we've delivered value to them over and over again throughout their braces journey. And so when it comes to the end, it doesn't seem unusual for us to say, hey, you know, we know you're super busy. We would love it if you had a couple minutes to go online, share how your experience was with our office, you know. And typically they're like, oh, yeah, I'd love to do that. And, you know, it's not just taking that two seconds to put up, pick how many stars, you know, and say, oh, yeah, I like my teeth. You know, I think you'll really find that a lot of our reviews are, more heartfelt and kind of explains a little bit about their journey. You know, it's some of them are, you know, my child has a great smile. We love it. We had a great experience and that's perfect too. But some of them are about how, you know, my daughter's self-confidence was built so much throughout the journey. Every time you walk in the door, it's, you know, an uplift to your day, the smiles, the greetings, you know, it really helps kind of, they explain how it made them feel and how it even changed their days, not just how much they like their teeth. So we really enjoy that they find quality in the relationships they have with us that we really enjoy with them too.
1: Right. And look, just I'm randomly glancing at some of these um, five-star reviews and this one person says, uh, they treat their patients with so much care and compassion, they went out of their way on my, quote, red carpet day, um, in parentheses, <laughs> getting my braces are off, and I got a fun photo shoot after, and they surprised me with my favorite candy. Um, I feel like, because I've heard um, a number of different stories about your office, you guys pay a lot of attention to the details and the small things, such as you know, at some point over the course of two years, find out what their favorite candy is. And I'm assuming, mm-hmm. you know, make a note of that so that you can uh, give that to them at the end. Is there, is is that correct in assuming that?
0: Yeah, definitely. If we, you know, have a little bit of insight to what's going on and, you know, maybe they're just keep trying to eat those carameled apples that are breaking off those brackets or different things like that. Um, it's, I would see that as a great opportunity to go out and get that carameled apple and surprise them with it at the end of their red carpet walk. And now they can enjoy it without the braces and, you know, kind of a fun little extra touch at the end of their treatment.
1: That's awesome. I think that's such a great idea. Just because I feel like I, I mean, I had braces. I feel like so many of us had braces and it was always like this shameful day when you like had to call and schedule an appointment because, you did something that they told you not to do, which is have a starburst or whatever, you know? And mm-hmm. then you're like, uh, you, and you know, they obviously take care of it and it happens all the time. But I love just the idea of paying attention to those things that may be kind of frowned upon uh, to a certain degree during treatment and then being like, and now you can have it again. And you know, here you go. We're so happy for you or whatever.
0: Yeah. And to kind of celebrate with them at the end and make it so they don't feel so bad.
1: And so this is the other thing that speaking of your Google listing, this thing, this just cracks me up. So when I first saw your office, like I think it was a little over two months ago, you guys had all five-star reviews and two four-star reviews out of like 650 or something crazy. And I was like, wow, this is absolutely insane because I always tell offices, like, you know, don't sweat the the bad reviews, you're going to get one every now and then, and you know you just want to have a high average. And uh, this you guys were the first office that I had seen with hundreds of reviews and no one-star reviews. And then, before we did this interview, some guy, Patrick, <laughs> went on and left a one-star review, but this is the part that I think is the best. No explanation, just one star. And I, I just, am, I have, you guys talked about this in the office. I'm, i you guys have to be aware of this because the guy, I don't know if he's trying to become famous by being the one person that left <laughs> you guys a bad review, but.
0: Sure. Yeah, we have, uh, we have reached out to Patrick. I think one of the biggest things that you'll find is that we never want it to be something that's approached on social media, you know, to talk about where, we're more than happy to see that and reach out to Patrick and find out you know, what it was about his experience that we could improve on and what we can do to help turn that around and turn it into a five-star review. But we definitely prefer to do it offline.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. Cause I just, I mean, I honestly, when you see that, uh, my, I was telling my wife about this and she was like, Honestly, if I were to see something like this and a business has almost 700 reviews and one one star review, she just assumed that he hit the wrong button. <laughs> like, <laughs> just didn't realize how it worked and sure. accidentally clicked one star instead of five stars and closed it. Cause there's no, sure. like, in that, in this situation, I just feel like it's almost humorous. Uh, that like, it's like, are you talking about the right place? Cause, and again, on top of that, there is no mm-hmm. explanation behind it. I just think that's funny.
0: Yeah, it's it's funny you mentioned that because we have had that happen before um, where one gentleman on Facebook put that he would not recommend us when they had that new feature of just recommend or not recommend. And uh, Dr. Collins reached out to him and was like, hey, you know, we'd like to hear about your experience with our office. And this gentleman was in his 70s from Florida, and he was like, I don't even know your office. That's why I couldn't recommend you. And so it was just funny because it must have <laughs> – you know, he must know someone in our area that uh, we popped up in his newsfeed. And so he's like, well, I don't know them. I don't recommend them. And what's funny is since then, he's changed it to recommending us. And I think now he is Dr. Collins' number one Facebook fan. And he likes and comments on almost all of the pictures of his little boys. And so it's, uh, it's pretty funny. We turned this, this random gentleman from Florida into a Collins super fan. And now he <laughs> all uh, follows all of our posts. Yep. That's yep. So it awesome. does occasionally happen.
1: Um. So the the next kind of the tactical stuff, you guys have nearly 700 reviews. How do you guys do that with such an impeccable record?
0: Well, I think kind of like we touched on a little bit earlier, you know, we're not afraid to ask for it at at the end of the treatment, you know. We've gone through the journey with them. We've built a relationship with them. So we feel like it's okay to, to go ahead and ask for that review from them. And at that point, a lot of them feel comfortable doing it, and they're excited to do it, and they're excited to share about their experience with our office. Another thing that's kind of fun, too, on there is that it's not just all the parents. We love it when the kids or the teens go on there, too, and like to share about their experience personally, I think is really fun. I know as a teenager, I certainly was not going online reviewing my orthodontist or, you know, other professionals in my area. And so I think it's really cool that they like to take the time out of their day to do that too, not just leaving it to their parents to do.
1: And so you do mention when you are talking to them at the end of this um, two-year process, you do, I'm assuming say something along the lines of, you know, we'd love for you to share your experience for future patients. And it would be awesome if both of you wanted to give your perspective on, you know, how this has gone or something like that.
0: Exactly. Definitely. So when they're getting their retainers, you know, from us after their removal, we go ahead and mention that, you know, we'd love if they took a few minutes out of their day to share their experience with our office online and mention, you know, like Google or Facebook, And yeah, that either one of them or both of them, and we'd love to to hear what they have to say.
1: And so with as many five-star reviews, and again, you still have a 5.0 rating, basically perfect. Like, do you guys make mistakes?
0: We all make mistakes. We're all human too. And it's not so much about having that 100% perfect, pristine record. You know, mistakes are going to happen. And it's more so on just how you handle those mistakes. You know, I think those that kinda of try to like brush it up brush it under the rug or, you know, pretend it didn't happen or just deflect the patient to something else, you know, it's not making them feel like their concern is heard, you know, or that you're aware that it even happened. And sometimes you just have to be upfront about it, you know, and say, I'm so sorry, we're gonna get this touched up for you, we're gonna get you on your way, you know. It's it's all about how you handle it kind of in that in that moment. And you know, sometimes we have patients that might be running a little bit late and then that can get us a little bit late. And so like something that works really great for us is we get them a drink card to head over to the coffee shop next door. And so, you know, they might be waiting a few minutes, but they can get their mocha or their hot chocolate or their smoothie in the meantime and enjoy that few minutes and then we'll get them seated and we'll get them on their way. And it's just you know, being aware of those moments when they're happening and acting on it right away and making the best experience that you can for them, you know, whether it is all going smoothly or not.
1: That's awesome. So you, you physically, someone shows up for a 10 o'clock appointment. You guys are running a little bit behind. You will frequently give them a coffee card to go get a, a drink right next door. Exactly.
0: Yep. They can go, go next door. They give them the card and they can pick out any drink they want. And then typically by the time they come back over, we're ready for them.
1: That is brilliant. I feel like the, I've read a number of, um, like, uh, customer service, um, books or just heard people that are in that realm or that world talk about, you know, putting the cherry on top to really, um, win someone's trust and loyalty or just satisfaction. And I feel like so often it's the difference between someone that's like, yeah, I mean, it was nice. And someone being like a raving fan is like $5 or, you know, something super, (laughs) super simple that um, if you pay attention to those, like where it's kind of, and I don't know if you guys have done this, but it's like, look at the entire process where you're with a patient and identify like, where might we be? not providing the best experience. And I Mm -hmm. feel like a lot of people would say, yeah, waiting, like, what are we going to do about that? Like, we can't just force someone into a chair that we don't have available. But you guys got creative with it and said, well, we can't fix the waiting, but how can we make the waiting more enjoyable?
0: Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, you know, if sometimes it's, if we are all of a sudden ready when we go get them the card, they can take them and they'll use them on a different day. So then even if, you know, that next Friday they're running late, they didn't have time to make coffee, they can still swing in the drive-thru, grab a coffee, and they're still thinking about, oh, yeah, I got this coffee card from Collins earlier this week, you know, so it's kind of, it's even sometimes the fact that they're thinking about us even when they're not at our office, you know, and then Mm -hmm. they might be like, hey, it's cool, I got this coffee this morning from my orthodontist of all people, you know, and then they're telling their friends too, so it's kind of a, a neat idea that, you know, like you said, it's it's not even when we can be on schedule, but sometimes patients aren't either, you know, so it's mm. kind of extending that grace to them and in hopes that then when sometimes we're behind, they'll extend that grace to us. And if we can make it a little bit smoother by throwing a beverage in there, then we're happy to do so.
1: That's, I just love that. I think that's a brilliant, brilliant idea for, um, and I, it's making me think like a great strategy. If some if an office is trying to do better, I just feel like identifying, like you have to think outside the box on improving the low points in a particular experience. And sometimes it's not, you can't address that, the, the, um, primary issue, but you have to do something mm-hmm. else to add upon it. And I, you know, I think it's similar to like entertaining guests while they're waiting. I know a lot of offices have, you know, a video game or, um, they provide wifi, all those simple things. And I feel mm-hmm. like you just need to go a little bit further to investigate and find those other minor things that you can do to really improve upon a, you know, a patient's experience.
0: I would agree, you know, for sure. Their experience with the office from the moment they walk in that door, how they're greeted, you know, to waiting. And then when they're, you know, being seen by, the dental assistants, the doctors when they're exiting, all of it's part of the patient experience. So kind of paying attention to all the different aspects of it is really important.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. And I think the other thing is that potentially, or, and I don't know the, like the psychology behind this, this would be kind of interesting. You may even have patients hoping that you guys are running late so they can get their free coffee. <laughs> all of a sudden you've turned being late into something that patients are kind of like, eh, I would I wouldn't mind, you know?
0: Sure. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's kind of funny you mentioned that because some of the littler kiddos that come in for their like six month checkups, you know, they might be like, do I get a hot chocolate this time? And so it does kind of become a fun um, kind of connection with the destination of our office that they're they're anticipating they might get some hot chocolate.
1: (laughs) That's awesome. How frequently do people say like, I just saw you guys had amazing reviews, and I want to come get a consultation or what or whatnot.
0: Uh, I think it is something that we hear fairly regularly, and even if it's not necessarily online, it's that they have a friend at school or a relative in town that's been to our office, and it's kind of the word of mouth, I think, too, just as much as those that may check online. But I think it is definitely something that patients see or potential patients see, and you um, know, and, and to we encourage them, you know. Anyone, you know, instead of just saying, hey, you need to come to us, we encourage them to, you know, do their due diligence, look in other offices. They might look at the reviews of other places in town too. And just to hear what the patients are saying about their experience at the different offices and to see which one that they connect with the most. And, you know, we're very thankful that our patients seem to love to rape about us online. And so that's been a very positive thing for us. But We're really happy that they've had such a great experience that they want to take the time out of their own day to go online and share it with others.
1: Yeah. I think one of the things that when you ask a patient, um, you know, how did you hear about us? And they say, oh, my friend Steven told me about you guys. He had a great experience. I would almost guarantee that they still went online and looked up the office Or even in the process of just trying to get your phone number, they happen to glance or see your reviews. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, the reviews, even if they're not the initiator for someone reaching out to you, it's like the the final piece that someone sees right before they decide to call your office. And even though they were referred by their friend, the reviews just solidify, yes, this is a good choice. And my friend knew what he was talking about because 600 other people (laughs) also think the same thing.
0: I would definitely agree with that. I think that's a really good point. You know, like you said, even if they're just Googling Collins Orthodontics to get our phone number right there on the side, they see those reviews and how many there are. And it's so easy to click them and read a couple. And you're right. I know at least for me as a consumer, if I was doing that and I saw the reviews on top of it, I would be like, okay, this is a good place.
1: Right, right. How important would you say reviews are today for dentists or dental specialists in particular?
0: I would say they're really important. You know, so many people are online, like you said, for various different reasons, whether it's searching offices in town or to find a phone number. And if there's, you know, a place with high reviews versus low reviews, you know, even if it's not a an office in town, even if you're just on Amazon, you know, looking to purchase a pair of shoes or something. I feel like especially, you know, today's generation, we're definitely looking at reviews, ratings uh, to try to make decisions. And I don't see that going away. You know, I only see it becoming even more important as, you know, the kids now are getting online and using technology younger and younger. And I think it's going to get instilled in them even more than it is already. And so I think kind of, finding a way to help get your patients or your customers online to share their experience is integral to your business's success.
1: Yep. I geek out about technology and where things are going, but I have the um, Amazon, you know, Amazon Alexa or Amazon Echo. um, Sure. And I can see and all the I mean, Google has a voice assistant, Apple has a voice assistant. It makes sense to me that when you ask Siri or ask Alexa for a um, suggestion on where I should go to get my you know, teeth straightened, you have to imagine for sure that the reviews are going to play a role in which office the voice assistant decides to recommend to you, you know?
0: Oh, for sure. I would agree. I can only imagine, you know, they're going to mention the ones that are higher rated before a lower rating one because they too want to lead you to you know, what is trending right now or has the higher reviews and higher customer service experience. Right,
1: right. How do you respond to negative reviews? um, And have you gotten any reviews in the last year or so that were initially bad, you reached out and then resolved an issue and they updated that review?
0: Sure. Yeah, we definitely have. I think to kind of answer the first part of that, the first thing, you know, if someone posts that they didn't have a positive experience, you know, we love to hear about it. And I think the one of the worst things a business can do is kind of start trying to resolve it online. You know, we would typically kind of respond with, you know, "Hey, I'm so glad you've provided this feedback. I'm sorry to hear that you didn't have a good experience with our office. We're going to be in touch with you soon to hear more about it." And just kind of leave it as that. You don't want to get into this, like, argument. I think we've all seen them online where we're like, well, this kind of got uncomfortable. And, (laughs) you know, that's not helping anybody. And it's not resolving anything. And so, you know, we... Kind of a funny story. We did have, I think, Facebook switched to the either recommend or not recommend. And it was an older gentleman from Florida that said he wouldn't recommend us. And so Dr. Collins just reached out and was like, hey, you know, I... I saw you must not have had a good experience with our office. Will you tell us a little bit about it? And he goes, well, I've never met anybody with your office, but because I don't know you, I couldn't recommend you. And so he thought he had to pick an option when it presented on his Facebook app. (laughs) And so, um, you know, he's actually from Florida. He had no idea who we were, but he thought he needed to pick an answer. And so just from that interaction, you know, with Dr. Collins, he now follows him on Facebook. He's the biggest fan and likes all of his posts about his kids, and so we actually made a fan out of someone who's never actually been to our office, strictly because it was important for us to reach out, see, you know, why he posted what he did, and try to remedy it, and he did go back, and now he recommends us
1: <laughs> That <there>. is awesome. <laughs> um,
0: but uh, we had, you know, someone else too that gave us a three-star review once and was just it said, Hey, I've heard so many great things. I plan to check out your office sometime. And she just gave us a three though, because she didn't have an experience. And, you know, we reached out and kind of learned more about it. And she did end up, you know, coming into, to the clinic. Um, And now that's become a five now that she does Mm -hmm. have an experience with our office. And I think that's the biggest thing is just, you know, caring and wanting to learn more. Like I said, no one's perfect. And those can be some of the best opportunities to learn about something that you can improve within your office or with your staff with the guest experience and say, hey, you know, maybe it's that they wanted to get in quick for an appointment, but we didn't happen to have an opening or whatever it might be. It's about finding out what their frustration is, where it stems from, and then learning what we can do to try to make their experience with us better. And in our experience, it seems to really... You know, turn that around for people that they're like, oh, they actually care about my review and they want to make it better for me. And then we do. And so that totally wins over that five star review after that.
1: That makes total sense. And one thing I'm curious because you guys don't get a lot of negative feedback, what processes do you guys have in place for improving on a regular basis? Like, From the average practice that just gets a negative review every now and then, there, I believe that there's a big learning opportunity to improve processes or trying to dive in and figure out what went wrong. But if you guys aren't getting a lot of negative reviews in general, what do you guys Mm -hmm. do on a regular basis in meetings and whatnot to find out, you know, what could we do to be even better than we were?
0: Sure. I think one of the great things is that in the culture that we have too, it's okay to make a mistake. And so, when something does happen, you know, we can be like, hey, I just did this. Can you help me figure out how I can make it better? And so when you're also conscious and trying to be aware of that for yourself, and you don't feel bad bringing it up, we're kind of our own, um, I guess, checkers of that, you know, we're aware of when we might be a little bit off base from the level that we're usually at, or we can I guess, realize when a patient might not be having the great experience, even if they don't have to say it, kind of watching their cues, things like that. But I think when you're aware of it and you don't feel bad bringing it up to people, you're that much more willing to realize what you can improve on, mention it to your team leader and work on improving it. You know, I feel like most people have had that job before where they're like, oh, shoot, I just messed this up, but I don't really want to draw attention to it because I don't want to get in trouble. And... You know, in our office, it's like, oh, you're never going to believe it. This happened. Let's figure out how to fix it together. And, you know, I've never seen him respond in a way to make someone feel bad about their mistake. And I think that's so vital to the team culture that we have is, you know, knowing that it's okay to make a mistake and seeing it as an opportunity to help fix our systems or something, you know, that we can improve to make ourselves better, because that's, you know, the way that it helps everybody, it helps us, it helps our patients. If we sit there and focus on everything that we're doing wrong, instead of figuring out how to fix it, it just kind of winds down everybody's experience when they're in our clinic. Mm.
1: Yeah, no, that's awesome. So if we could jump into specifics on do you guys only ask people that are getting their braces off for their experience? And then um, what does that actually look like on the day of the appointment or shortly after the appointment?
0: Sure. So it's something that we you know, like you said, we mentioned when they get their braces off because that's kind of when they've wrapped up their main experience with our office. And we'll continue to see them for retention visits to make sure everything's going well. Um, but that's when we feel like it's okay to ask for that. You know, we've given them value over and over throughout their experience with us. And it doesn't sound so much sale- salesy that way. Because you've earned it, and they're kind of ready and excited to give us a review about their experience. And so when they get their braces off, we do mention that. Um, And they get a little card with um, their removal letter that just says, hey, you know, we'd love to hear about your experience with our office. Here's where you can go on Google, Facebook, and share how it was, you know, how you felt when you came in the office. Was it our convenient location? what about us um, really helped create that positive experience for you with our office? And like I said, we create such great relationships with our patients that it's something that they're excited to do for us. You know, they kind of become friends. And when they come in, we're like, hey, how's your new puppy doing? You know, mm-hmm. or how was your vacation? And you know, I feel like our team does a great job of really connecting with the patients and they become friends. And so it's something that they're excited to do to give back to us once they've completed their braces journey.
1: Right. So you're saying that you guys do not use any, you have a card that you give them, but there's no software or text or email that gets sent to the patient with the link to make it easier for them.
0: Not initially. No. Um, After they're gone, there might get a follow-up email just kind of like as a reminder to do it. But we're not, you know, giving them an iPad with Google on it or anything like that, um, you know, putting it in their hands to do. It's something that they they would have to take a few minutes out of their day to figure out how to do for us. And, you know, the patient care coordinators up front, too, are great where someone might call and say, hey, I can't figure out how to do this review And they're happy to even talk them through it, you know, Mm, and so, and so the, it is something that the patients have to go on and, and do for themselves.
1: See, and I, well, first of all, I, I'm not surprised by you saying that, but I think that a lot of the listeners might be surprised by this because what the, and this is the reason that I started this podcast was because. There are a lot of systems and softwares out there that provide you know the this quote unquote reputation management, which is just I don't like that that term at all, but I understand the attractiveness and the desire as a dental office to want something like that um mm-hmm. but with what I am finding is that the best of the best the highest rated offices in the country are not relying on software. To get reviews for their practice, it's always, it always, always, always comes down to the relationship with patients, the phenomenal patient experience. And um, yeah, a software that doesn't mean that some offices don't use something, you know, send a text to make it easier for them. But if you have hundreds of reviews, I can guarantee that it's not like, Oh yeah, we pay you know John a hundred bucks a month, and he you know <laughs> he sends like all these patients to our Google page, and they leave reviews for us. Like that's never how it works, and it always comes back to, you know, we focus on the small things, we correct mistakes, and then at the end we say you know we've really enjoyed working with you, and it would be awesome if you could leave us a review.
0: Right? Yeah, I would agree. There's probably things that we could do to help. You know, improve that even more and get even more reviews. But like you said, it's, I feel like it comes down to those details.
1: If you were placed into a practice that had no reviews um, and you were in charge of, let's say, maybe not in your exact role that you have now, but let's say knowing everything that you know about how you guys have been successful in this particular um, aspect, what would your steps or process be, or what would you recommend to a dentist that has a brand new practice or has a practice that has very few reviews?
0: I think the first thing, you know, that I would kind of think about is if they're just so focused on that review, it's not going to be successful at improving those unless they really kind of go back to the basics and start to figure out how they can improve you know, the customer experience. Dr. Collins, if anyone's ever heard him tell his story, you know, when he first started out the clinic, it was kind of that mentality of if I work really hard, if I do everything I can, you know, putting in the hours and the time and the research, I can have a great practice. And a few months in, he really realized that, you know, even though it was about how hard he was willing to work. It was more about what he could do than what we could do for our patients. And there was kind of a turning point where he realized, it's not about me, it's about them. And I think if you're so focused on that review, you're not really focused on what you're providing to your patients, you're just trying to figure out how to get that end result. And so you really have to start from the beginning and say, when they walk in that front door, what is that initial experience like? Are they welcomed with a warm, friendly smile and a greeting? Or is it kind of that sterile medical waiting room where you have to go approach the front desk and you're like, did you see me? Am I checked in? You know, what's the plan? Mm. Um, you know, and it's, it's kind of starting from the beginning of from the patient's shoes. What is their experience like? And how can we improve it so that they just don't, you know, oh, well, it's an ortho appointment. It is what it is. I'm getting my teeth straightened from going from that level to being excited to come in, excited about their appointments. I can't tell you how many patients are like, I'm sad I'm getting my braces off because I don't get to come back anymore. Um, It's just about changing their experience. And I think no matter what field you're in, that's what it's about. It's about providing them with something that they can't get anywhere else. And if you do that, they're going to be excited to share their experience, share their story, and give you that review to only help you get to do that for more people.
1: So I, I like that, that you obviously change the focus. So it's not on like, how many reviews do we get this week? At mm-hmm. what point is it important? Let's say that you are running a great practice. I would assume that it is important to at least bring up the topic of reviews or ask them in some way just so that patients are aware of it.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great question. It is definitely important to mention it because like you said, I don't necessarily just walk out of any office and think, oh, I'm going to go give them a review. So it is important to mention it. And you know, if it comes off a little bit salesy, I think it's okay. But I also feel like if you've really earned it with them, they won't see it that way and they'll be excited to do it for you. Yeah.
1: And that's, I think, I love what you just said that if you, like you may feel like you're being salesy, but if you've really put in the time over the time that they've been at your office and you've really earned their, you know, love and admiration, they're not, you, you could be, you could do the worst job explaining it, but it's not going to feel to them like you're selling it. You're just being honest Mm -hmm saying it would be great if you could do this for us, you know.
0: Exactly. And I think there's a little bit of that personal touch that makes a difference too. You know, we're asking them in person as their friend. It's not just getting that kind of generic text or email, you know, that I feel like we all get after every time we go to a restaurant or stay at a hotel. You know, we at least me personally, I don't feel – as obligated to fill it out because i was like oh it was fine but whatever they just sent me an email i'll delete it but i feel like there's also that part of you know taking the time to discuss it with them in per in person that they're kind of like oh cool this is important to them i want to help them out and i'll take the few minutes to go online and share my experience
1: yep that's awesome Well, this has been uh, super, super awesome, Lynn. I appreciate you taking the time to do this. If someone has a question for you in particular, how would you recommend that they reach out?
0: Sure, they can definitely reach out to me on email. It's lynn, L-Y-N-N, at rochesterorthodontics.com. And something that we're also excited about is that we're going to be launching the Collins Seminars division later this year. And so you'll be hearing more about Dr. Collins and our team and what we can do to help share our knowledge and experience with others.
1: That's awesome. great. Well, thanks so much, Lynn. I appreciate your time, and uh yeah, we will be in touch.
0: All right. It's my pleasure. have a wonderful day.
1: All right, guys. well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Boolean Review Podcast. Remember, you can follow us on Instagram. If you have any ideas for future guests, uh, please send them our way. And again, like we mentioned at the beginning, you are welcome to go check out the rankings that we have for the the country on the highest rated uh, dental dentists by specialty, so orthodontists, periodontics, uh, pediatric general dentistry and oral surgeons. We have top 10 lists for the country, Um, but hopefully you took away something valuable from this interview with Collins orthodontics. Um, And if you're interested, you can check the show notes for any links to Instagram channels and um, their Facebook page and website and all that. So you can dig a little deeper. We'll see you next time.
0: Welcome to Boolean review podcast where the highest rated dentists in the country tell us exactly how they do it.